This is America's Roundtable from Washington, D.C., an initiative of the U.S.-based think tank International Leaders Summit in partnership with Lancer Broadcasting in Michigan. We thank you for joining us on America's Roundtable. I am Jolan Ansami, your co-host joined by Natasha Sardorj, economist and co-founder of the International Leaders Summit. America's Roundtable brings together leading voices from business, government, media, and the public policy arena. Subscribe to America's Roundtable on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and via YouTube on International Leaders Summit. Visit iLeadersSummit.org. This weekend on America's Roundtable from Washington, D.C., in partnership with Lancer Broadcasting in Michigan and the Midwest, we're delighted to once again welcome to this program Mark Lauder. Mark Lauder is Director of Strategic Communications for the Trump 2020 campaign, and he served as former Special Assistant to the President and Press Secretary to the Vice President. Welcome, Mark. Welcome, Mark. Oh, thanks for having me back. Uh, Mark, it was great to talk to you during your visit to Michigan in the last week of September. In the meantime, we had one presidential debate. We had a vice presidential debate. President Trump's swift recovery from the coronavirus infection. And this week's Senate confirmation hearing for Supreme Court nominee, Judge Amy Coney Barrett. Mark, the economy, healthcare, coronavirus, and Supreme Court nomination are the top issues dominating this election season. Could you kindly share with the listening audience about the sentiments of Michiganders who you are visiting with and Vice President Pence's key message relating Grand Rapids, Michigan? It's very simple. Uh, you know, you've got a president, President Donald Trump, who's fighting for the jobs of, of Michigan and folks in West Michigan. And, and you, you've got Joe Biden, who voted for NAFTA, supported TPP, was a champion and cheerleader for China, which caused millions of manufacturing jobs to go away. I mean, let's not forget that during the eight years of when Joe Biden was in office as vice president, we lost a half a million manufacturing jobs in our country. And in just three and a half years under President Trump, we've gained 200,000 back. So we're on the right path. We just have to keep at it. And that requires four more years of President Trump. President Trump's pro-growth policies, tax cuts and deregulation built a stronger economy, as you mentioned, which was able to endure the coronavirus pandemic and is currently going through a V-shaped recovery. Uh, Michigan added 593,100 jobs in the last four months and unemployment dropped from 24% to 8.7%. Michigan's unemployment rate had fallen to just 3.6% by February 2020 before the coronavirus fully hit, compared to the state's average unemployment rate during the Obama administration, which was 9%, more than double what it was in February. Mark, what are the next steps in rebuilding the U.S. economy appended by China's coronavirus pandemic? Well, first and foremost, we've got to get the country open again. And that's why, because of what President Trump's leadership with Operation Warp Speed, we are just right around the corner from having not only the therapies that can help treat people and make sure they recover, but also eventually here a vaccine by the end of the year uh, where we can vaccinate people from it, and which is a remarkable accomplishment when you think about it. We did not know this virus even existed a year ago. And so here we are. But then we've also got to keep with the policies of the president. I mean, Joe Biden is talking about putting a $4 trillion tax increase in place, which is even double that of what Hillary Clinton proposed. And his Green New Deal policies will drive up energy costs. His bad trade deals will cause manufacturing to go away. And we've already seen that that's what will happen. So what we need to do is make sure that we reelect President Trump to keep this economy moving forward. 
Mark, on the coronavirus pandemic, Vice President Pence stated in Grand Rapids that when there were just five COVID-19 cases reported, President Donald Trump on January 31st suspended all travel from China. This was unprecedented. We also must remember that uh, the New York Times uh, talked about 2.2 million deaths, as well as a CNN report in August 2020, when they quoted, in fact, Dr. Robert Redfield in stating that there would be as many as 2.4 million Americans that could die from coronavirus. Now, Mark, when reviewing these projected high numbers of deaths stated by medical experts, what can we learn from the actions taken by President Donald Trump and Vice President Mike Pence to address the spread of the virus from China? Well, obviously, the president's leadership saved lives, and we mourn the loss of everyone who has who has fallen to this disease, who has who has contracted it. But we we need to make sure that we're putting our outrage and and our uh, in the right place, and that's against China, where this disease originated. Even the WHO, the World Health Organization, this week came out and said that economic lockdowns are not uh, are not sustainable, and they're causing more damage than the disease uh, itself. And so. The president took the right action to slow the spread, to make sure we had our ducks in a row with PPE, with medical equipment, with training, and all of the other things. But shutting down the economy again, like Joe Biden is talking about doing, is not the right answer. We need to be able to remember that we're America. It's not a question of hiding in the basement or dying, like the Democrats often say. It's that we can be safe. We can be healthy. We can protect those who are most vulnerable, and we can get back to work, school, and life. America, we can do all the above. Mark, when it comes to health care, there is a need for an overhaul. Although Trump's administration's repeal of Obamacare was blocked by a single vote, that of Senator McCain, uh, President Trump moved forward with executive orders to reduce the cost of health care to U.S. taxpayers and individual patients. Kellyanne Conway shared with us on America's Roundtable about the Trump administration's executive orders which lowered prescription drug prices, ended surprise medical billing, and reduced the price of insulin. The administration's most recent executive order to protect people with pre-existing conditions was signed by President Trump on September 24. Mark, what can we expect from President Trump's administration, if elected, for the next term in advancing health care reform in America? Well, the first thing the president wants to do is to continue to lower the price of uh, prescription drugs, and he is doing that. And that's why he's even having to to fight the pharmaceutical industry in his pursuit of that. But also, he's made it absolutely clear that we will always protect those with pre-existing conditions. Obamacare is not the answer for that. That's just one aspect of it, and the president has that covered. What we need to do is make sure that we give people access to private health care, let them compete for people to lower prices. And one of the things the president has done is to allow associations and groups to get together and provide health care to their members. I mean, I remember back when I used to work in Indiana that you had the Chamber of Commerce offered something called chamber care. So small law firms and flower shops and bakeries and accountants could pool their resources together through the chamber, get the same buying power of a major company, and offer better health care at lower cost to their employees. Obamacare did away with that, and the Trump administration is trying to bring that back. Thank you so much, Mark Lauder, for joining us on America's Roundtable. Mark Lauder is Director of Strategic Communications for the Trump 2020 campaign. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. 
This is America's Roundtable from Washington, D.C., an initiative of the U.S.-based think tank International Leaders Summit in partnership with Lancer Broadcasting in Michigan. We thank you for joining us on America's Roundtable. I am Jolan Sami, your co-host joined by Natasha Sardorj, economist and co-founder of the International Leaders Summit. America's Roundtable brings together leading voices from business, government, media, and the public policy arena. Subscribe to America's Roundtable on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and via YouTube on International Leaders Summit. Visit iLeadersSummit.org.